Welcome to the Unaffiliated Creatives Podcast, a show where independent artists can learn from other independent artists. My name is K.A. Everyday, and each week, I will be speaking with some of the most creative minds in the indie music space, trying to figure out what they have learned while navigating through the music industry without the support of major record labels. This podcast is brought to you by the good people over at King Neppy Studios and powered by Red Weasel Media. Thanks for tuning in to the Unaffiliated Creators Podcast. I'm your host, K.A. Everyday. I decided to wear my pink hoodie today to support Breast Cancer Month. I got a good night's sleep. I'm ready to tackle the podcast by myself today. But if there's any music artists out there that want to come on the podcast, hit me up. So I do want to let y'all know I'm not as funny as Funny Marco. And I know I might not be some white girl, Bobby Artoff. But hey, man, if you're a music artist and you want to find a podcast and look no further again, hit me up. And somebody please call Floyd Mayweather because this is the money episode. So let's talk about it. So recently, Jay-Z did an interview and the conversation came up again about would you rather take the dinner with Jay-Z or would you take the $500,000? So if anybody's been following the podcast, you guys know that I feel that Jay-Z is the GOAT when it comes to rappers, right? But even with that being said, I got a wife and I got kids. And what people always say, uh, baby need new shoes, baby need diapers and milk, right? So my family would be looking at me crazy if I decided to take the the dinner over taking the $500,000, right? And I'm going to be honest, as a guy, it kind of comes off as being a groupie if you would, uh, you know, want to sit down and eat with Jay-Z over taking the money. But I just wanted to ask y'all, you know, what do y'all think? What would y'all do? And it's funny because in the interview, Jay-Z said you would be crazy if you turned down the money and you wanted the dinner. I mean, he basically was saying, look, he been giving us the game his whole music career. He was like, he been giving us the game $10 at a time. He basically broke it down like on every album, he been giving us game. So if you've been following his music career and you've been listening to what he's been saying, what can he tell you in a dinner that he hasn't already told us over the years, right? So uh, Jay-Z said that he uh, even he would take the money. And then I don't know if y'all saw this clip. Uh, Jay-Z was at a football game and some guy ran up on him. And of course, of course, the guy had to be videoing. Everybody wanted that viral moment, right? But he basically was like, oh, Jay-Z. I'll take the $500,000 over the dinner. And Jay-Z just kind of looked at him kind of like he was a weirdo and was like, uh, yeah. So again, Jay-Z was like, yeah, I-, I would take the money too. And I'm Hove, you know what I'm saying? He like, yo, I'm him. I am Jay-Z and I would take the money over, you know, eating with me. So I get it. And I don't know if y'all saw this. So recently, Rick Ross posted a video on social media where he was saying that he would choose the dinner over the money, but uh, the preface there, so years ago, Rick Ross had the opportunity to sit down with Jay-Z, and Jay-Z shared some game with him. Just give me a few seconds, I'm going to see if I can find a video clip now. All right, so this is right here. Rose, would you take the half a million dollars for the dinner with Jay-Z? I'm going to take the dinner, and I'm going to tell you why. In 08, before I turned in my second album, I had a meeting with Hove. We went to lunch. Philippe Chow, Manhattan. 
the chicken, the orange chicken on the stick with the peanut sauce was the vibe at the time. And he cut through all the conversation. He said, Rose, versus writing to every beat you like, write to every record you can make work. He told me a quick story about Big Pimpin. I said, okay, bet. So I went from writing one record to every 80 beats I like to writing 40 records out of every 80 beats I could make work. It took me to another level as a writer, another level as an artist. The amount of work I was putting out was next level. So you got to ask yourself, are you ready to digest the knowledge or you just want to look at this watch at the table? Right? So I understand. So I don't know if y'all heard what he said at the end of that video clip. He was kind of taking a, a, a shot. So he was basically like, you know, do you want to take the dinner for the game that Jay-Z going to be able to give you? Or do you want to just take the dinner so you can sit there and stare at the man's watch the whole time? So, you know, he, he, he kind of took a little shot. Uh, but yeah, again, y'all let me know what y'all think. Would y'all take the dinner? Would y'all take the money? But I will say, kind of going, you know, what Rick Ross just said, it's easy for Rick Ross to say that he would take the dinner when, you know, obviously his net worth is more than $500,000. I mean, you know, Rick Ross just basically bought a jet. So if you can buy jets, then obviously you got more than $500,000. But for the people out there that's, you know, check the check, you're going to take the money over the dinner. So I'm just saying. But now, speaking of money, we're going to stick on that same topic. So I don't know if y'all heard about what's going on out here in the real estate space. So uh, it looks like... Uh, DJ Envy got caught up in a situation. I wanted to ask y'all how y'all feel about it. Uh, he's been mixed up with this guy, and I'm probably going to say his name wrong, uh, Caesar Pina. And it looks like it's some kind of real estate scam, or some people have been saying it's a Ponzi scheme. They basically was able to swindle people out of millions of dollars. Um, and then recently, the, uh, the Breakfast Club was served with a warrant that the FBI went up there, and they basically raided you know, the Breakfast Club. And they retrieved several electronic devices from the Breakfast Club. I guess they're trying to build a case. They're trying to see what's going on. They're trying to see, you know, is DJ Envy really involved with this or is he innocent? Um, but the guy sees a pinna uh, put out a video not so long ago basically saying that uh, DJ Envy had no knowledge of what's going on. Um, I don't know what's true, what's not true. But there's been all these videos that's been uh, circulating on the internet, the internet recently with them two together. And they've shown, they were you know, up on all these different properties, you know, somebody filming with a camera. And, you know, it's like the dude sees a penis always kind of in the background. And it looks like DJ Envy is the, he's the spokesperson or he's the, the mouthpiece. Like he's always the one that's hyping up the video. You know, he doing his normal Yo, 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 this DJ Envy and we here today at such and such property. And, you know, he gets you so hyped. You're like, man, if I got a couple of, you know, thousand dollars, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I want to invest in what y'all got going on. Uh, and I just think all oh, this is just kind of crazy timing because I don't know if y'all saw the video that DJ Envy uh, put out a while back. Or really, I don't even think it was him. It was Vlad. So he did an interview with Vlad. And in the interview, you know, there's a part where it's showing... DJ Envy showing off all his cars. You know, he got millions of dollars worth of, like, uh, exotic cars, you know, luxury cars and all that stuff. So I'm like, so you see that, and then you turn around and you seeing that he getting, you know, investigated for being potentially involved in this real estate scam, whatever. I just think it's kind of crazy. So uh, 
I want to ask y'all uh, what y'all think. Uh, but while I'm thinking about it, let me see if I can find this other video. There's a video out there where uh, DJ Envy is basically uh, pleading this case, or he's basically saying, I know a lot of stuff been going on, but, um, but I'm innocent. So let me see if I can find this video. Hold on. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to give y'all some sounds of some crickets while I'm trying to find the video. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Um, there's been a lot going on, Charlemagne. Like what? Like what, man? There's been a, a million and one accusations. <gasps> oh my God, no! I'm being serious. So, so let me explain some things. I'm, I'm not. My attorneys don't want me to speak. I think it's funny how it's always like, even when it's something serious. Uh, Charlemagne always want to find an opportunity to try to be funny, man. Like, you know, this this man could possibly be going to jail and, and DJ, I mean, excuse me, Charlemagne sitting there, you know, making fun of it, basically, but it's all good. Uh, I digress. I'm going to go ahead and keep playing the video. I think there's things that I need to clear up a little bit. I think you should listen to your attorneys. Why don't light-skinned people like to listen? Like, if your attorney told you don't say nothing, why are you talking? Listen, so Caesar and myself did seminars. Now, the reason I did these seminars is because I wanted to uplift my community. I wanted to teach my community about real estate, things that I didn't know when I was first buying my first home. I wanted to teach our community about investing in generational wealth. So I did these seminars and brought industry professionals to all these seminars, whether it was real estate agents from different markets, contractors, uh, conventional lenders, hard money lenders. I even brought auction.com to actually show people how to purchase houses online. That's what I wanted to do for my people. Now, Caesar, if he took money, I wasn't privy to it, nor did I even know. But I do understand how people feel if they did give him money because I gave him a lot of money. Jesus. That I didn't see a dollar of return. But for, for anybody to say I was involved, that's totally not true. I would never. I've been on this radio close to 30. I've been on radio close to 30 years and never in my 30 years time did I do nothing but try to uplift people and show people a different way through the business mind. And I would never take a dollar from somebody. I, I, I could be wrong, but I didn't see nobody accusing you of taking money. I just saw them say that they met Caesar because they heard you talking about Caesar. Nah, they, they basically said I was privy to it. And that wasn't true. Not I mean, at I, all. I, 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 from what I read in actual court papers, I didn't see that. They said that. The, all these people are saying that they met Caesar because of you. Right. And they're saying I don't that. Nobody accusing you of taking no money. To the point where if, if you read the court documents, Caesar wrote an affidavit that says DJ Envy, Rashawn Casey, had no knowledge of me investing people's money. He wasn't there. He wasn't part of those conversations. He wasn't even nowhere in those meetings. And that was a, those are documents that's out there. So if we're going to talk about truth, let's talk about the truth. And those are the documents out there. And well, I know you can't talk about the truth yet because your lawyers don't want you talking at all. So the smart thing to do is I understand you want to say something to the Tell listeners. Us, and, I, and, and I'm sure the listeners appreciate it. But man, just wait until all the dust settles. And when all the dust settles, then we can get on this radio and have a real conversation. Until then, I just I don't you know, I don't think you should be saying any of this, but you know, that's just me. What else you want to say now? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. All right. Uh, but when the dust settles, okay. you can have a real conversation with, with the audience. But it's audience. difficult because the stuff that you're hearing is like, that's totally not true. Like, it's not true. Like, well, that be, that's, that's fake news. Like, those are fake stories. That should be enough. You know what the truth is. If you know what the truth is, don't worry about it. Because the truth don't need no defense. It just needs, the truth don't need no defense, just witnesses. That's All right. it. All right. 
And I just wanted to pause the video real quick. And the truth will set you free, my brother. All right, well. Hopefully. And by the way, you look very suspicious because you don't have your just a minute right now. I mean, take it's a like shot. the grades are coming in right here in the back. And, it, and you need a little haircut, so it just makes you look like, oh. I just want to say this on closing. Oh, I've, never, I've never stole anything from anybody, and I'll just leave it at that. What? You know, Ron, what? 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 And from what I was told, you used to steal a lot of butt back in the day. See, that's, see, I can't. I'm trying to be serious here, and you're playing around. Good old, big we, old queen from Queens. When we come back, we got your, your rumor report. That's yeah, so that was the video again uh, with DJ Envy basically on The Breakfast Club pleading his case that all the stuff that you're hearing out here in the news and stuff is not true. He was saying that he had no knowledge of all of the illegal stuff that was going on, you know what I'm saying, with the dude Cesar Pena and how he was conducting his business. So again, y'all let me know what y'all think. Uh, and I did want to ask y'all this question before I get out of here. Do y'all think that... uh? DJ Envy would be able to keep his job with the Breakfast Club. So I will say that, I mean, I I don't want to see nobody get fired. You know, everybody needs a job on the man. You know, he got a family. He got several kids. Everybody got to eat. So at the end of the day, I mean, if he ain't working at the Breakfast Club, he got to work somewhere. He got to have some income coming in. But with everything that's going on, just with the optics and how it looks, even if he's not, you know, proven guilty and have to go to jail serve any time do y'all think that he's gonna be able to keep his job with the breakfast club um and the reason why i'm saying this is because uh recently the breakfast club uh put up a job announcement basically looking for a, a host for the show now nobody knows if this job posting is to replace dj envy but they are looking for another host um so it just kind of led to some speculation people online basically saying where well, if they're looking for another host it just kind of looks like this would be the person that would or could replace DJ Envy. Um, but y'all let me know uh, if DJ Envy does get replaced, even if he's not found guilty of a crime, how do y'all think the show going to look going forward? Uh, you know, it was the number one show for years, and I think it still is on the radio. Um, but everybody was kind of used to seeing, you know, the three of them. And then with uh, Angela Yee left to do her own show, it was just the two of them. It was a different dynamic, but I think people were still tuning in. You know, it was still, you know, a very popular show. But now, if DJ Envy's not going to be on there and you only have one host that was one of the original hosts instead of the three, I don't know. It just seemed like it might kind of throw off some of the dynamics. Um, so I'm going to be honest with y'all. Out of all the different rotating guest hosts that they've had on the show, the one host that I thought was probably the most entertaining out of all of them was Ray J. Now, Ray J got a lot going on, and I don't know if he would have the time to just dedicate to just being a full-time host, but the times where they had him on the show, I mean, the dude is hilarious. I don't even think he's trying to be a comedian when he's on there, but just his vibe and just how, different stuff that he be talking about, man, he is hilarious. So I think that... uh he would do good as being a host on the show. They've had a couple of other people up there that do okay, but I think out of all the people that I've seen up there, I, I think Ray J uh, would probably add the most uh, comedic value, I would say, uh, to the show. Because Charlamagne, you know, he be being funny, but you can tell Charlamagne is, you know, trying to be funny. And I'm not saying that he's not funny, but Ray J don't even be trying to be funny. It's just 
how he is, man. He just be doing like stupid stuff that just be funny. But anyway, I just want to take a couple of minutes to just talk about this stuff today. Y'all let me know what y'all think. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Y'all be good and stay safe. Thanks for joining us this week at the Unaffiliated Creators Podcast, the indie artist safe place. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can go subscribe wherever podcasts are streamed so you would never miss a show. If you found value in this podcast, please give us a rating or just simply tell a friend about us. I want to give a big thanks to our sponsors at King Nepi Studios, and I hope you tune in next week. Until then, be good and stay safe.